the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Picker Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Monday of the war drums. I guess the war drums beating on Monday. No invasion yet. A lot of, a lot of tough talk happening out there. We had a very crazy week last week. Uh, Jamie Dimon talking about liquidity issues in the debt markets. Uh, we, we had obviously the stuff that's going on in the Middle East. You still got war with Russia in Ukraine, but don't worry. Uh, Janet Yellen was out to let you know, hey, we can afford it all. We can afford it all. Just just put it on the tab, right? Hey, no, no big deal. Uh, we'll pay for everything later. Well, let's face it. They're really never going to pay for anything. But this is why you always have to be your own central bank. You're the only one. Nobody's going to look after your money better than you, period. And I know a lot of people, hey, uh, a lot of you have no no. Uh, advisors, right? You, maybe you have your 401k or or an IRA. There's a lot of you out there that do. Hey, some of you out there, a lot of you. Hey, I've done pretty well. I, I, I've saved my money. I, I've got a I've got a nice nest egg coming uh, to me when I get ready to retire. And let me tell you right now, Janet Yellen says, "Don't worry, we can pay for it because yeah, well, you know." They're going to go after all of those nest eggs, but that's why we have our next guest with us. My son Joey is with us from Northwestern Mutual. He's the guy you talk to, especially. I mean, if you're in your, maybe you're in your late 50s, heck, late 60s. Some of you, maybe you're, you're in uh, your, your 70s. You're working. You're getting ready to retire. Maybe you've retired. There's a lot more nastiness uh, the new retirement age, I think, and we'll get it from Joey, but but when you get into your 70s, especially if you've done really well, the government wants their money. Uh, these forced distributions, and, and Joey's been dealing with a lot of people out there that, that all of that, because they haven't set it up right, all of those forced distributions, Joey, they're just being added right to people's income, and Uncle Sam sitting there taking the big chunk of this money. Yeah, and it's a huge problem that we've been seeing marketing this area, and it's happening to people who are great savers. You've done a great job of saving into that 401k year over year for 20, 30 years, and People's accounts are anywhere from 500000 to $10 million. But the government is going to ask for their paycheck, and, and we've touched on it already, the required minimum distributions. And for, for folks out there that want are retired or they're about to enter retirement, the biggest thing we see is people not distributing their wealth properly or in the most tax-efficient manner and helping them find ways that when you do reach 72, we're not having to withdraw $100,000 from, from our account and then go up another tax bracket and give Uncle Sam even more of our money. 
you know, specifically those that have saved into their 401k account year over year. What do I do with the money? How do I transfer that to tax-free growth? Right, and helping people implement those strategies. The last thing we want to see in our 70s is paying a $100,000 tax bill to our government. And we're seeing that happen so many times. And our area of expertise is distributing wealth and doing that the most tax efficiently possible while also protecting your accounts and making sure we preserve that wealth. And there's so many people out there that have done a great job of saving, but they haven't gotten in a place for how to distribute that wealth as they retire. And so many people get hit at the age of 72 with the required minimum distribution that they had no idea they had to pay for. And that required minimum distribution could be $100,000 that year, or maybe it's 200000 depending on your account. We sure that we plan for that, that we're not getting whacked by that huge tax bill. And we've been partnering up with so many people in that space that I really wanted to touch on it in today's show, as well as talking about life insurance with a long-term health care rider that, one, gets you the tax-free growth, and, two, protects you from the biggest expense you're probably going to have in retirement, which could be medical bills followed up by taxes. So we want to make sure with all the accounts you've accumulated and all the great job you're saving, you need to make sure you make that phone call so my team and I can help you distribute your wealth most tax efficiently, but also get you someone who can trust who you can trust and rely on to watch over your money and keep in contact with you and make sure we're doing things the right way and planning for what you're trying to achieve. So if we haven't sat down and talked yet, and you have these big accounts in 401Ks, and you haven't gotten a plan to distribute your wealth, you know, give me a call at my personal cell, which is 602-909-9048. Again, you can reach me at 602-909-9048. And if I miss your call, just leave me a voicemail or text message, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. You know, you 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 brought up a couple of things. Obviously, uh, with the way the problems now in the liquidity markets of the U.S. debt markets, on top of huge federal deficits, right? On top of the fact they hired all of these IRS agents, uh, a lot of people, me included, think the era of let's cut everybody's taxes is over, and, and we're getting ready to hit into a new era of let's figure out a way to tax people even more. But I want you to talk about, because a lot of people, well, my, my investor, my, my guy says that, that he's doing that for me. But a lot of times, that isn't the case, and they can't do what you guys do over at Northwestern Mutual. We're going to talk about that when we return. 800-951-0592. Jason and Joe here on this Monday. Uh, we're talking with, with my son Joey from Northwestern Mutual. And, and before the, the, the break, because a lot of people, like you said, hey, you have done a great job. And, and uh, maybe their, their financial advisor has done a great job. Hey, we put you in some great investments. You, you've done really well. But as they get to this age, 
so many people out there think that everybody's the same. Well, why would Joey be any different than, than my other financial guy? There's actually a huge difference when it comes to, especially when you're talking about getting close to retirement and not having to give Uncle Sam all of that money and get it added into your taxable income. Most of the financial planners, if not just about all of the financial planners out there, they can't offer the stuff that you guys do. Yeah, they, they, they can't. They don't have as many tools in the toolbox as we do. And maybe they do or don't, but their tools in their toolbox do not perform like Northwestern Mutuals do. You know, and I, I've just seen firsthand just kind of working through and chatting with people entering into retirement that have other advisors and they have great relationships with them. But there are things that they have never talked about with their clients, one being the tax side of everything. How do I distribute my wealth? But also looking at different areas of planning outside of the stock market to make sure you're completely diversified. And what we've done is we make sure that people aren't taking on too much risk as they enter retirement. It's the biggest thing we're seeing as a similar theme is instead of preparing to spend down dollars and preserve wealth, people are trying to chase money in the market when they don't need to. And especially as we talk about us giving all this money away, us going into more debt, taxes raising in the future, increasing tax tax rates. We need to make sure that we're not chasing gains anymore, but we're playing this game from a more tax perspective and looking at it through that lens. And I think a lot of advisors get comfortable with their clients, and instead of really truly moving things around and doing what's in their best interest, they just keep them as they are. Keep them as they are and say they're good, and, and then they think that they're, they're never going to get a second perspective on things. And I urge everybody, if you've got a person, great, utilize them. There are things we do that maybe they don't do, or we're probably going to ask certain questions that probably they've never asked you, or talk about or present to you ideas that you may have not heard about before. In these years of lower income, are you transitioning dollars from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA? Are we doing small things like that to make sure you're doing what's in your best in your best situation there? And and we like to do things all math based. We run models and analysis and, and Monte Carlo simulations. Right? We're not throwing numbers out of thin air. We're doing everything by math, and at the end of the day. Numbers do not lie. Let me ask you this. I think because this is something uh, that, that I think is probably pretty prevalent out there is so many people for so long that it's been, well, as soon as things get bad, the Fed's going to print money, uh, the government's going to print money, and, 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 and it's going to be fine. So we don't need to change. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, you know, 2022 stunk, but it's not going to get any worse than that, and they're going to print the money. Listen, the government's having trouble financing the debt. The Federal Reserve said 
hey, we are not going to be printing money anymore. And a lot of people, I think, are going to be caught off guard because their advisors, well, they haven't seen this before, right? This is this is something over the last 20 years, 20, 30, really, go back probably 40-plus years. That's always been the answer, and it looks like this time uh, the answer is going to be much different, and a lot of people aren't going to be prepared. A lot of people won't be prepared. And I, I see people specifically in retirement, pre-retirement, taking on too much risk and, and not setting themselves up to preserve what they worked so hard to keep. You know, the fact is last year was the worst bond and debt market in U.S. history, down 16%. That's the safe part of your portfolio that advisors expect to go up every 5% every year. And it just isn't happening right now due to us being in different circumstances that we haven't seen before. But I'm happy to say that my clients with us, they had a policy, a life insurance policy, specifically growing at 5%, while everyone else's account was down 20. We need to make sure that you're preserving your wealth, you're not taking unnecessary risks, you're setting yourself up to prevent from this increase in taxes that's going to happen to us when we are sending all this money away, it's you and I that are going to pay for it. So how do we find a way to give them a smaller slice of the pie there? But the biggest thing is just showing you where you're at today and letting you be comfortable knowing your situation. And if we're not where we want to be, how do we get there? Or if we are where we want to be, how do we spend more money or retire earlier? And I think now is the absolute perfect time to be having these conversations as we navigate this new financial market that we're in today and get a plan in place before 2024 starts. People tell me all the time, God, it felt so good to have my finances in check before I started the new year. And you can start off strong and get that headache off of your mind knowing you've got a team of people working for you and you've also partnered up with the strongest rated company in the United States. You know, let me ask you one last thing here about all of this because, you know, this is how uh, they tell us to save, right? You save it tax deferred. So the vast majority of people that have been putting money into 401ks and IRAs, they do it tax deferred which means you, they haven't paid taxes on this income. And if they don't call, if they don't uh, reach out to you, when they get ready to retire, the tax man is coming for that. And a lot of people just, you know what, they forget. They're not aware. They're just, well, it just comes out of my paycheck, you know, every two weeks. And I, and I thought it was just being handled. The vast majority of people, it's all tax deferred, which means, hey, you're going to pay taxes on it later, but you guys have ways to help them not pay those taxes at all. Yeah, we have ways and we have strategies that are saving people $50,000 a year or even more, depending on what it costs you to run your household every year. And it's just something that gets so overlooked because you the whole time during your life, you just put part of your paycheck away into your 401k. And it was always on auto, autopilot for you. And then by the time people hit 72, they are whacked with a tax bill that they had no idea they are going to have to pay. 
the people that work with us and that we service, we're educating them on that, and then we're getting things in place 10 years before it even happens. We're slowly moving those dollars out of tax deferral to tax-free. And that situation and the way we do that is going to be different depending on the people we're talking to and what assets they already have or what they're exposed to. Right? None of our plans and what we do for people is the same. You know, I'm not a check-the-box and outspits your financial plan. It truly is personally tailored to everyone we're talking to and to be 100% straight up with everyone, I don't think there is a financial planning team that plans for wealth distribution better than my team and I. This is our field house, and this is what we excel in. I haven't met anyone who we haven't been able to help out. Whether you have $10 million or 500000 in these accounts, we can help you out and introduce you to things you probably haven't heard of. Or if you have an advisor assist you with things that they haven't assisted you on. We're not here to take over a relationship. We're here to add on to things and educate and help you take action so at the end of the day, you get to have the retirement you deserve to have after you're working your butt off for 30, 40 years. Joey, give out your number. I know you got to go here. Tell everybody how they get a hold of you. Yeah, just reach me at my personal cell phone. 602-909-9048. Again, that is 602-909-9048. Please reach out to me via phone call. If I do not answer, shoot me a text, and, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. But always a pleasure hopping on here on Mondays. I really enjoy it, and I hope everyone has a fantastic rest of their week. There you have it. Uh, that's my son Joey over at Northwestern Mutual. If you're in that category, you're getting close to retirement. Uh, make sure you reach out, especially if you got a b- bunch of money saved up. Hey, the name of the game, really simply, keep more of your money uh, away from them. Think about how much more gold and silver you can buy uh, if, if you don't have to give it to Uncle Sam. Think about how much uh, more vacationing you can do. Maybe you want to help out, you know, especially today. Right, This is the new world. Right, you, you got to help out uh, your, your son or your daughter with a down payment. You got to help out. Maybe it's the grandkids being able to to afford to go to college, and, and the best way to be able to do that is to give less of that money to Uncle Sam. So make sure you reach out to Joey six zero two. 909-9048. Jason, we have had a crazy three weeks. I mean, gold in three weeks was down one hundred and fifty dollars, and then. Especially the last few days, obviously Friday, uh, they're flat today. The Dow's up almost 400 points. Uh, Well, you you know, hey, let's face it. Uh, Janet Yellen came out and told everybody over the weekend, hey, don't worry. Don't worry. We can afford all kinds of wars. Why not? We can afford Ukraine. We can afford the Middle East. We, we, We can afford it all. But I think the biggest thing is maybe... This is going to be another excuse to pause again. Right now, I think I'm leaning towards uh, the Federal Reserve 
continuing to pause at their next meeting. We're, we're a couple of weeks away. We got a lot of Fed talkers this week. It's going to be very interesting to see what they say. We're going to have retail sales. Uh, uh, we're going to have some housing numbers we expect to be uh, not very good at all. Uh, but at least for today, liquidity concerns, let's forget about that, Jason, and let's just focus in on, hey, we don't think the Fed has enough ammunition left to, to go out and, and raise rates. That's gonna, I think that's going to really be the telling thing here. Does the Fed, do, do they think that they truly don't have any more bullets left? In other words, they're not going to say it. Listen, Jay Powell's not going to come out this week and tell you, oh my gosh, we got liquidity problems in the debt markets and we're not going to raise rates. He's not going to say that. Instead, what is he going to say? He's going to say, well, you know, we're, we're data dependent and we'll, we'll do what is necessary. Uh, but actually, I don't think we're going to do anything. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason uh, here on this Monday. A quick look in at the markets. Uh, the Dow is up 350. Uh, the S&P is up 50. The Nasdaq's up 157. The 10-year note, th- 471. Crude oil is a little lower, down 35 cents. I got some crude news I'll give to you. Uh, gold's down five at 1922. Uh, silver's down five cents, uh, 2285. This market update brought to you by our friends at Y Refi uh, up to 10.25% returns. You just heard Joey talk about a lot of people, and I get it. We're also fearful we don't have enough. We're not going to have enough. Uh, a lot of times, uh, you know what? People do have enough, and they're just way, way too risky. Uh, and that's one of his big fears out there. Uh, this is this is where why refi comes in. It's fixed. You get a fixed rate of return up to ten point two five percent. It really is a great way to not be correlated to the stock market. It's not correlated to the Fed. Uh, maybe you've got too much money in your bank accounts. Whatever it is, check them out. Invest. Yrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. And, and Jason, again, kind of one of these days where I think the market is at least happy that the ground invasion hasn't happened yet and maybe some cooler heads will prevail. But on the other side of it, I think they're happy because I think they believe this is just another reason for the Fed to pause. Uh, I was looking at some of the mainstream media as, as you and Joey were talking and that just kind of makes sense because you kind of got to watch that stuff. It doesn't mean that it's 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 something that you should really put a lot of stock in, but it just you know Israel Gaza conflict threatens to reawaken U.S. inflation. Investors say. So let's see. Let me let me get this straight. February of 2022, before the inflation comes in, a war starts, and the inflation's getting ready to go up again, and here comes the Israel war. So is this what we're going to be headed into? Make sure that when the inflation gets a little worse. Start a war, point a finger. That's what it looks right, like, right. Joe. 
hey, we don't have to raise rates because it's the war's fault, right? We don't have to raise rates because, well, it doesn't matter because it's not our fault that we have to give billions of dollars to, to Israel now or maybe crude oil uh, spikes again. We'll see. You know what? One of the interesting things, and, and, and again, I don't know, but the Biden administration all of a sudden now is saying, hey, we're going to ease restrictions on Venezuelan oil. Is this a... <laughs> Is this a yeah. precursor to we're going to restrict you uh, Iran's oil, but don't worry, uh, we're going to offset it with Venezuelan oil. Of course, Iran can produce a lot more than Venezuela, but it is interesting, the timing again. It, or is this just a cat and mouse game uh, that we're using to pressure Iran? Probably uh, all of the above. Well, I think from the Fed standpoint, Joe, it might be opposite of what you said. It might be, hey, this is our excuse that we have to raise rates with this new inflation. That's what I'm thinking. Because think, they, they, yeah. they, raising rates will destroy everything. I think they're going to use it not to. What if what if uh, next CPI is 45 and then the next month yeah. is 5.5? What are they going to do, Joe? Don't they have to raise rates if the inflation well, remember, goes back into – You remember transitory. Look how high it was getting then, and they kept using that. I don't know, right? Here, it's how fast. You know what? We'll get some indication uh, in the next week or so. How fast is that reverse repo money draining out of these banks? I think that is going to be uh, a big. Ind- to, to Jason's point, if it's not running out a lot, then right, they they could raise again. Uh, but but the the path right now is it has been really falling very very quickly. It's interesting what they're going to do because they can use the war as the excuse that well inflation was going to come down until the war started, until we had this second war. Uh, so we're going to wait and see. Or to or to Jason's point, how high is too high? Having a if it gets back to five, can you really not raise rates uh, at five? Uh, these are, I think, Jason, this is kind of the unknown, right? I think this is something where uh, there's going to be a lot of Fed talk this week. And then it's going to get real quiet leading up to the next meeting. And it's going to be very interesting to see how many of these Fed people are saying, well, rates, you know, the 10-year note's at 4.7. Well, rates have gone up, so we don't have to raise because the rates have gone up anyway. Uh, that's I think that's the thing I'm going to look for. I think Jay Powell's going to continue to remain, hey, either way, whether we raise or not, we're not going to lower. I think that message will still play out. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I guess I got uh, echoes of some of these people talking about the hyperinflation to come, which could it might take a while to get to hyperinflation. But yeah. I start thinking, you know, that's that's one way to, you know, hyperinflate your way out of the debt problem, out of this bu- budget problem. That is one trick that can be played. And I'm just keep on thinking. It's like, well, how many little skirmishes can pop up so that they can give themselves the excuses to to just raise rates a little bit. Inflate their way through this mess and crush everybody at the bottom, Joe. Crushing the middle class, crushing the everybody, because I think that's where we're at. We're at a you know an economic reset. I don't think 
anybody that hears that term that understands economics hears that as, as a painless process. It's a painful process. So, so uh, I, I do see a world in which we're printing money and raising rates and, and, and going into a, 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 an inflative process that you can just blame the, the World War III on or whatever they're going to call it, Joe. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Now they've got something else to blame. How are they going to handle it remains to be seen. Uh, but, but, again, I think it's very, very interesting uh, that all of this, this timing of this whole thing, uh, right when, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're starting to have Jamie Dimon warn about liquidity and all of a sudden, uh, the worst event we've seen in the Middle East in a very long, maybe ever, uh, is happening right now. Picture Radio News Hour will be back after the break. 800 951 Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour, live on this Monday uh, last week. Uh, I want to say it was the second highest volume silver eagle sales in company history uh we had one week uh and this was after the financial crisis we had one week uh during that time uh where we had uh higher volume uh in silver eagles but the second highest volume in Patriot history last week. It's already continued today. Uh, Every phone call today has been some form of Silver Eagles on top of gold. We've got cases of Silver Eagles on sale today at $14,995. If you uh, want rolls of Silver Eagles, I've got those on sale today. At six hundred and ten dollars, and Jason, this is something where I I think for a lot of people, uh, not only uh, the 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 potential of silver. I mean, think about this: silver is could double in price, and still wouldn't be at its all-time high. I mean, gold's just off its all-time high. Gold, gold goes up 10%. It's at an all-time high. You know, it, it's always right near it, right? You think about all the other commodities. You know, you think about crude oil. You think about a copper. Uh, well, wheat, wheat's been down lately, but wheat just was at an all-time high, what, last year. Soybeans, corn, you name it. All of these things except silver, I think. So people love the fact that, that they know uh, silver is very undervalued, heavily manipulated, heavily controlled by we know who. But now the stockpiles are being depleted. Volumes are picking back up here. Remember the 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 mint deliberately kept silver down by not producing. Remember when we had premium silver eagle premiums? I remember silver at eighteen dollars. And we were selling Silver Eagles at $36. 
because there were so few out there. Whatever that issue was, things have gotten a little better. The government, the mints of the world are definitely making more supply. But think about it. At $18, you're paying $720, $740 for a roll of silver. Now we're sitting here just under $23. I got them on sale for 610 But if you really want to save some money, if you buy a case... You're saving $255 if you buy a case. A case is 25 rolls. That's 500 silver eagles in the case. Uh, 610 for a roll of 20 or 14995 Jason, for sealed cases of silver eagles today at 800 951 And it's just, it's been really interesting all of a sudden a big push into the silver markets again. Yeah, we got, uh, I, I think in Arizona, but I know here in Colorado we, we can get you a case turned around pretty quick. So you can you can get this picked up really fast. And uh, on top of that, Joe, it's, uh, uh, you know, if, if the, the, the competing green energy situation ever sours, I think you see a 5X rise in silver in, in just a couple of weeks. Uh, I, I remember watching rhodium, and I know rhodium's different, different situation, everything. But you know, seven, eight hundred dollars, then it blasts over a couple of years up to twenty-five thousand dollars. Of course, now it's down to about just under five thousand. But uh, that's what silver can do, you know. Because Joe, I just the only reason that it's the only commodity below its record highs as much as it is, is because of the pressure on it industrially and being used as a monetary metal. It's got a lot of pressure on it, and nobody wants it to be expensive right now, but. Why do I feel like the, the the chains that are holding silver down are breaking here pretty soon? And a lot of silver owners are going to be uh, feeling really intelligent <laughs> when that happens. Yeah, and it's something where uh, we, we've been saying this for quite a while. Quite a while. When, it, it, it's a question of when, uh, not if. And, and the realities are uh, we're much closer because of where the inventory levels, and I'm talking about inventory levels at at the COMEX here in the U.S., inventory levels in London, right? These are the two major markets where, you know, silver, uh, silver contracts, they're 1,000-ounce bars. By the way, I'm just going to tell people this. Don't buy those. They are... The cheapest way to own silver, and it's not even close, and I will tell you right now, I can't tell you how many people have called me and said, Joe, I got a 1,000-ounce bar. What will you pay for it? And my answer is universally the same. Not interested. Not interested. You won't even give me a price? Nope. I won't even give you a price, but uh, I'm just throwing that out because there are they are out there. They're impossible to get rid of, and the reason is a thousand ounces. That thing's almost a hundred pounds. Just shipping that thing is a fortune, right? And nobody wants them, but but neither here nor there. I know it's kind of a weird thing, but these companies buy these thousand ounce bars and then they melt them back down. They, they put them into the, these planchets, the disc, and then they ship them to these mints around the world uh, for them to put their stamps on them. Or, or they make them into silver rounds or whatever it may be. 
But Jason, the big thing today is these inventory levels at these exchanges is at near record lows, which means any increase in demand could send the prices spiraling higher at any moment. And I think this is great because you're really paying regular premiums here. Great time to get in. 610 a roll, 14995 for a case. Jason and I, we're coming right back. 800-951-0592. Cases of Silver Eagles, 14995 Rolls of Silver Eagles, $610 at 800 951-0592. Uh, silver's down seven cents here. Uh, Twenty-one eighty-two. And and Jason, you know, I'm watching the Fed do what they've done in the past, which is we should be raising rates, but we're not going to. Because they didn't raise rates last meeting. I don't know if they'll raise rates this meeting or not. Right now, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards no. We've got another excuse to allow for inflation to be hotter without the Fed doing anything, which is that war now in, in Israel, which, by the way, a headline breaking. I don't know if this is true or not, but the headline breaking that Israel is denying uh, a ceasefire for humanitarian aid uh, looks like, at least to me anyway, maybe this ground part of the thing is going to start up here uh, in the next 24 hours. We'll watch that. But it, it's something where I think all of this is the path to a digital currency. This is all part of the plan. Whatever it is, whether the Fed's going to keep raising rates and, and cause a liquidity problem in the debt markets, uh, they're going to enter into another hyperinflated cycle. I don't think it didn't matter either way, right? We, we, we could have a liquidity problem or a hyperinflated problem. I, I think they'll lean towards the hyperinflated problem uh, because they can blame other people for it. But the solution is going to be less freedoms, less banks, digital currencies. Uh, and I think that's another reason why we're seeing silver all of a sudden become really popular again. People want uh, a way to barter around what they think is going to be coming in this digital currency. Yeah, and I think there's going to be a tremendous amount of buying, Joe, that as, as – uh situations get all stickier you know and and uh, people get a little more worried about what's the next thing you know and then here's the thing there's going to be massive market stress in our near future somewhere later this year early next year middle of next year and when people start to see asset prices dropping people losing their jobs businesses shuttering joe uh, it's uh, it, it's going to be a different world than what we're in today but it's what the world of the last bunch of years and decades have led us towards. And uh, that's why you're supposed to have gold and silver sitting in savings all the time because you're not going to be able to t – nobody really can time this stuff. You know, there's some decision makers. Maybe they can make the timing, but that's not us, Joe, right? We, uh, we, I don't live in the ivory towers. I, I, wish, I wish it was us, right? That, that would make things – 
uh, a little more tolerable. But as again, as we're watching all of this here, uh, it's something where I think a lot of people are getting smarter and smarter. They're seeing the writing on the wall. You've got to take care of your own finances. Just a record number of bank branches being closed in the United States. Every time I turn around, the number gets bigger. Already over 3,000 branches have been shut. This is a precursor. This is a message. Rite Aid filed bankruptcy protection today. And then I just saw LinkedIn says they're laying off 700 people. So uh, a lot of of things to to look out for. Silver's a great place to be. 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flint. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 